Salutations! Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, Chris here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta say that part. Your number one ghost host. And Greg, your Disney detective. And today, we are embarking upon a quest as we discuss one of the many, many famous superheroes to ever grace the Marvel Studio screen, who also has one of the most impeccable vocabulary lists. Uh, Thor. Clearly. It's so much fun to talk like him. Right, old chap? Yep, I don't talk like that. Oh, come on. Don't be such, such a worrywart. Uh, no, I don't, I don't talk like that. I just talk like America. Not Captain America, but just America. Fine, I'll just have all the fun. All right, sounds good. You have all the fun. <laughs> all right. Hey, guys, it's, uh, you're, you know, my Disney addiction. Happy to be back with you again. Always excited to keep talking and being there for you. I know it's been kind of crazy here. Everybody be doing that uh, self isolation or social distancing social distancing that's it but hey we have the Craig, power why are you so far away why don't you scoot in a little oh bit oh my goodness here? you're right look at this I'm guy sorry. he's falling off I'm, the screen i'm sorry hey it's a social distancing don't want to get you too close the, to me you, know, you, you never know six feet away you know well that's clearly going to be outside of our parameters so i think hey we're doing this for you guys okay for the video's sake <laughs> we're putting our lives at risk we are so you guys we're going to be continuing here with um, the next couple episodes on Marvel. Finishing up the first phase. Yep, and if you guys don't know or just tuning in, one of the things that we're going to be doing here with these phases is we're going to be kind of talking about um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it just so happens that we're coming up to almost a year since Endgame uh, came out and since we'll be coming up to a year we want to just go back rewatch the movies give you our takes on it um, especially you know hindsight is 2020 in that regard so we're super yeah. excited about doing that I mean it's been a great journey uh, I definitely have grown a lot in the past 10 years and to see you know just how far Marvel has come to how they integrated all of the a-listers, B-listers, C-listers, superheroes together into a phenomenal universe that is unmatched with any other movie production company so far. I'd say, you know, it's high time that we give them the praise. I mean, of course, we've been praising them for 10 years, but looking back now since it's been a decade, um, it's cool to always revisit it because not going to lie, I'm really enjoying rewatching some of the Marvel yep, movies because so it's my... been a while since both of us have seen these. So it's really cool to go back and say, oh, I forgot how good this movie is. Or yes, that scene, you know? So yeah, there's a lot of things that when I watch it again, I'm very much like, holy cow. I totally forgot about this. And it's it's that amazing again, even though I've seen this movie. And, you know, it's been a while, but still, it's like I've already seen this movie. Why is it still so amazing? So in case you guys don't know, we're going to be going this year marvel's gonna be kind of an overarching theme for us we're not gonna be yep. going 22 episodes through all the movies or 23 episodes consecutively that'd just be too much no nope. so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go phase by phase so we do one phase we're gonna do some other disney stuff another phase other disney stuff another phase so you're gonna get some other things thrown in there so it's for some people who don't like marvel we are gonna be talking about other disney things yes so don't feel like you can't be a part of it but we're keeping it a secret because we want you guys to follow us to make sure that you're up on all the hip my disney addiction notifications and posts because this is going to be a wild and crazy year i'm so excited there, we both are there's gonna be a lot of things coming down that pipeline so or should i say rainbow bridge oh, oh the bifrost the bifrost so um greg chris before we get into it yes i really want to hit on the idea that like what i really liked about this is the fact that um, we went from something that was very much here on Earth, here's where we are, here's what, what we're, we're used to. Yeah, and then we kind of just get skyrocketed into a completely different like world, never seen this kind of stuff before. Yeah, and so no easy transition because, boom, you're in a different world, different universe. It's crazy. So I'm really excited about This is where, to me, Marvel really starts taking off and the idea of like, 
the epicness starts coming in. Once you introduce Thor, it's like we have stepped up. Yep, creating new worlds. Again, it's that fantastical element that I think seems to just bring everybody in because it's it's so something different that we've never really seen before. It's not of this earth. And it's not of this world. What yeah, literally. So all right, Greg. So why don't we go ahead and yeah. get into it? But before we do, Greg, do you happen to have a list of the people and the names and everything like that? I happen to. So the cast is of course you have Chris Hemsworth as Thor himself, the god of thunder. You have his mischievous brother Loki, played by Tom Hiddleston. Mm -hmm. Oh, and when I rewatched Thor, I I gotta say I love me some Loki. I mean, See, he plays that part so well. We're gonna get into it. We'll I know. I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just getting too excited. Okay. You have Jane Foster, who's played by Natalie Portman, aka in my eyes, she'll always be Padme Amidala. Yep. Uh, you have Heimdall. The gatekeeper of Asgard. He's played by Idris Elba. And you have other great star studded casts here. You have Anthony Hopkins. I think he's a Sir. Was he knighted? Sir, I think I, I, so. I think I, he's Sir Anthony Hopkins. I think so. And he uh, plays the All Father, Odin. Yep. Odin. Yep. That's yep. Right. The, uh, the mono eyed Asgardian Odin. king. Yes. yes. Uh, then you have Professor Eric. I forget. Eric Selva. Yes, as uh, Skarsgård, one of the Skarsgårds here, Stellan Skarsgård to be more specific. Yep. Um, and uh, keep scrolling down here. You have Rene Russo as the Allfather's wife and Thor's mother as Frigga. And then, of course, do not forget about Sif and the Warriors Three. Oh, I thought they were yes. a great cast of supporting characters here. We have um, Jamie Alexander as Sif. Now, I first was acquainted oh, with her. Put that down here so I can sorry, so yes. can both oh, yeah, see here. Of course, okay, of okay, course. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so, so selfish. So you have Sif, Jamie Alexander. Yep. Now, I first saw her in Kyle XY. I don't know if you have Never ever even seen heard that. of the show. What so is... it was an ABC family show. Um, I'm sure maybe you've heard of it where uh, it's this kid who likes a bathtub a lot. He does not have a belly button, so they don't know where he's from. Like, he, he's, he's not really, like... Uh, you know he didn't come from a mother so it's like so it's like trying to find where he's from because he has amnesia when he wakes up mm -hmm. naked alone in a forest um very very good show but in the later seasons they bring on a girl who's sort of like this kyle xy mysterious kid and uh she and jamie alexander plays her so that 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 was my first introduction with her but i, I gotta say she does a phenomenal job in this movie. Okay. Um, so going to the Warriors three, we have Josh. No, yeah, Josh Dallas as Fandral. Do you know what else he is in? Oh, he looks so familiar. I never forget a face. You're gonna have to help me out here, Chris. He is from the TV show um, Once Upon a Time. He is charming, Prince Charming. Oh, okay. I actually haven't seen that show. I've actually seen the show. I, I really liked it. Is it, it good? Okay, because um, it's on my list. I have a lot of... It does get convoluted sometimes. How, how many seasons? Like eight or nine already? It's still no, going no, on? No, 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 no. Okay, not... Not, not that many. I forgot how many seasons, but... But it's, you know, it's several to you know be classified as, as successful there. Um, another Warriors 3, you have Ray Stevenson as Volstog. And let's not forget... There was one more. Yeah, where's the other one? Maybe the billing is off. Oh wow! I, don't I have no idea. Well, the war that that third warriors of the three got bumped down. Oh my gosh! Hold on, I will find this guy. So, while Greg finds that, gotta have the gotta show the love. Of course, you have Clark Gregg as Coulson. Agent Coulson's back, back and in charge, throwing Agent around Coulson. those 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 the those, man, the myth, the legend, fan favorite of the ages. Don't have it. Can't find it. He's yeah. He, oh, here his name is. Tadanobu Asano as Hogan. Okay. Yes. Sorry about that. It took it took a while, but we found him. What's the other girl's name? She she was like in that waitress show. Oh yeah, Cat Dennings. Cat yeah. Dennings. Two broke girls. Two broke girls. Yes. That, that's yes. It. She's the one that coined the the phrase Mumia. What? Mumia. Never heard of that phrase. Mjolnir. You know she calls it Mumia. Mumia. Yeah. Mumia. Oh. Yeah. I had <laughs> she no idea. She didn't really understand like what so, the heck they're talking about. Um, as we uh, continue here, Greg. So. There's a lot to be said about this movie. A I ton. mean, I 
this is one of those epic movies. So let's see here. You just watched this recently. I did. Literally, it's fresh in my mind. So why don't you go ahead? Because I'm pretty sure I have all the details you remembered. Because I've been doing a lot of the recaps. Yeah. So why don't you go and walk us through the entire movie? Oh, wow. Okay. And we'll kind of jump on each individual scene. Here we go. Yeah. So how does it start off? It starts off on Earth. On Earth. On Earth. That's right. This isn't Asgard. (laughs) Not yet. So it starts off on Earth. You you get to uh, see these three people in a desert. Uh, you have Jane Foster, um, the Doctor. Um, Eric Selva. There is, yes, his name. And then you have Darcy, who's played by Kat Dennings, the assistant. And um, all of a sudden, you know, they're on this late night trip to try to, you know, get some data for their research. And then all of a sudden, there's this big storm that kicks up. And they drive into it. Things get crazy. Then all of a sudden, they run into this this person that was just in the middle of the storm. And uh, so... Like, literally, literally, they run into him yes, with like their vehicle. crack the windshield kind of, like, mm-hmm. deal. And so they stop the car, run out, and you find out that it's this behemoth of a man. Yeah. It's, this, <laughs> it's funny that because Darcy comes out and she's like, does he need mouth to mouth? Because I definitely know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it turns out to be Thor. And uh, it's really cool how they started off that way because then it's like, oh, um, a little bit of a flashback. You go then straight to Asgard. Mm-hmm. You see this royal, decadent, like just glorious looking city that's definitely otherworldly because yep. they're on the shore of this one sea that then gets like the, it waterfalls off into eternity or into space. Yep. So you know that we're not on earth. Yep. And um, that's when you meet, uh, you know, Odin and he's talking to um, his, his kids at the time, you know, young Thor, young Loki about like the powers of the throne, things like that. Is that correct? It looks like you're looking a little bit different. Am I missing something? Because, again, I just watched it, so I might be a little off. I think. Right? Because it goes back. Yes, yeah, you're right. Okay, good, good. Because your look definitely made me like, okay, I just watched this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, you're right. You're yeah, so, I, I had to think about yeah. it. I was like, wait, wait a minute? What? Yeah, so he's, he's sort of explaining uh, young Thor to young Thor and young Loki about, like, the powers of the crown and, you know, just being king and how both of them do want to have the throne. And then uh, Odin's like, well, only one of you can rule, but both of you are destined to be, you know, kings or rulers. And then that's when it quickly just fast forwards to the coronation of Thor. So they're in the throne room. Odin has a scepter. I mean, it looks pretty epic. It It looks insane. Everybody's in in attendance. Uh, Thor is coming down. He's walking up to the throne, and you he is—he is the most humble person. Oh he my! Does that. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, just arrogant. Like he's just like seeping out of him. He's yeah, like, he's got his—he's—he's he's, he's flipping Mjolnir. He's catching it. He's like winking and like pointing at everyone. He's getting it's the like, crowd riled up. Oh, he's like, yeah, right. I'm here. I'm here. What's up? Here we go. And then you, next and, Asgardian king. And you can see as he's walking up, his dad is standing up there. His dad's not impressed. No, at no, all. No. And then like, of course, you know, you have Frigga, his mother, off to the side, and she's like, that. That's my son, but you know she's sort of riding that line between. It's like, okay, you know, he should have more respect. This is more of a, a ceremony that will go down in the annals of of history. So yeah, that didn't um, go too well. Again, I think that's that was one of the I think the beginnings of this little strain that we will see develop and further break. Uh, that Thor is at this point not ready to be king. Oh yeah, and so he gets there, and then that's when he calms down. You know, he he kneels. And then can we oh, just stop for a yeah. second when he kneels this is only in this movie but they bleach his eyebrows oh his I know. eyebrows it looks are so blonde. i know they're blonde i know it looks so odd i know oh maybe, maybe that's just godly no they went a little they, uh, the, they went a little too far with that one they did i think i was like uh i know i don't well, think you needed to do that and it doesn't age well like i don't think people have gotten over that or decided to like it no it definitely <laughs> doesn't look good it looks really weird yeah i know so that was the one misstep uh in an otherwise almost perfect movie but anyway um so odin is getting ready to bequeath i like that word bequeath bequeath bequeath, bequeath be oh Doing pig Latin now? Yes. Queeth be yours. Queeth be yours. 
<laughs> so he's about to bequeath Thor. Ooh, look at that tongue twister. Um, the throne and you know like the the title of of king. Um, and then as he's giving this this speech, preparing to you know hand off uh, his title to Thor, you see um, like this this room that has this very uh, rectangular glowy object. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very ominous and. You have the guards that are walking down, you know, making sure that everything is all checked, tucked in, all safe. And then you have an ambush from a couple of frost giants. Yep. They come in, they kill the guards, they're about to take this rectangular, shiny, blue thing. And then all of a sudden you have the, the destroyer, yep. who is epic, by the way. He comes out of this, like this white light room, and then he opens up his his uh his face into a living furnace yep. essentially and just doom, 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 just just smites them smites those frost giants where they stand not a chance and that was when Odin gets tipped off like he he no no Odin got tipped he before. sensed it before because he then sensed he, it before then he hit you right staff and oh, that's which what then released. brought out the yes. the destroyer right uh so again I I, I got ahead of myself so right. Literally, like the word before, um, Odin was about to give Thor the throne. He stops. He's like, something's up. Something's afoot, and that's when he does the hammer. Yep. Or yeah. Then the 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 destroyer comes out. He comes. He sees, and that and then so Thor, Loki, Thor and Loki follow Odin into um, the chamber that that houses it. Um, the treasury. Yes, the treasury, and. When I watched that, it was the coolest picture, like how they sh frame the shot. So you have Odin, who's like overlooking the, like the Frost Giant's yeah. uh, previous, I think, source of power. So he's in the middle. And then you have Thor off to the left. No, and then, right. Well, yeah. I, well, I guess if you're looking, like if you're watching it, like Thor's off to the left. No. Well, yeah. yes, to the left. Like, yeah. the move, like on a TV, it's on, on a TV, the left. On a TV, right. But it's, to Odin's he's on, side. He's on Odin's right. Yeah, he, he's on Odin's right, and then Loki's on Odin's left. And Loki's like, you know, his his back is to Thor, and then Thor is, you know, he's sort of facing forward. And, like, I just paused it there. I'm like, that is a phenomenal shot. Like, that's so cool how you can see, like, the divide already. Yep. Because, like, you, you could tell Loki could potentially be hiding something, and Thor is getting riled up because, you know, this was a breach of, of the treason. Um, and then, you know, you can tell that Thor is getting more and more aggravated and he's getting a little bit more hot-headed saying, hey, this is a breach. This is an act of war. We need to go to Jotunheim yep. and teach these frost giants a lesson. Mm -hmm. And Odin, the Allfather, being, you know, very experienced and level-headed, he's like, you know, it was, it was the actions of but a few. So he was saying that maybe it wasn't. It was maybe a rogue group or something like that. So he was still trying to th think things out, being very logical. But Thor, no. Thor is like, you know, I will not stand this. They breached Asgard. You know, we need to essentially just break their spirits down so that this will never happen again. Yep. Yep. And then Loki, of course, he's like, he's quiet off into the, off to the side. Uh, but they leave. Um, well, the best part of yeah. that is when... Thor, he says to Odin, he's like, as the king of... Yes. And then Odin immediately like, like, but you're not the king. But you're not king. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, he was he was very much like, whoa, Dude, watch so your step, son. Watch your I step. I know. Can I just say how well they casted this movie? I it mean, was great. It was oh, some of the best casting. I know. I Anthony Hopkins was meant to be Odin. It was great. But anyway, um, so they leave the chamber... And then the next scene, you see Thor flip this huge, huge, huge table yep. with all of, like, you know, it was fully set. You have some fruit. You have food on it. But you can tell that he's a little bit a little bit angry. Yep. Needs to burn off some steam. So he sits down, and then Loki comes out of the shadows. And that's one of the first times I really saw that, that uh, dichotomy, um, you know, like the good and the bad, potentially. Um, and it reminded me of Mufasa and scar mm -hmm. how scar was that slinky little devil who had a very silver tongue he he knew how to manipulate and lie but anyway loki comes in and he sits down he's like if, if it's any consolation i completely agree with you it was 
you know, out of line with what the Frost Giants did. And, you know, we should definitely go, you know, or, you know, he was sort of steering Thor in that direction. And as he kept on saying that, it's like Thor had an idea. He's like, no, 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 I know that look. I know that look. And then he's like, we're going to Jotunheim. <laughs> and it, it was we, definitely like, a, yeah, we knew Thor was going to do it. He planted the seed, but Loki was the one that like urged it. Yep. And then, you know, it was, it, it took short time for him to convince Sif and the Warriors 3 to tag along. Yep. And so... Uh, without further ado, and then, of course, that's when you meet Heimdall, when they're about to go through. But they get to Jotunheim, they go up to Laufey, who is the uh, ruler of the Frost Giants. And um, that's when Loki sort of steps in and he, he, he starts to de-escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, to a point where even Thor was about to leave with everyone else. He's like, you know, it was a reckless action. But then... What what turned the tables was Laufey. Of course, he had to say he's like run run back. No, home, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Laufey. It was one of the other frost giants. I thought it was Laufey. No, it was a different frost giant. Really? Yeah, because some was frost. It? Yeah, so a diff- few different frost giants were like, kind of like, like walking right behind him. Really? And then when Thor turns around, one of the giants really? say that. Really? Yeah, it was not. It was I not swear. Him. I mean, I just watched. I swear it was Laufey. No, it was not him. Because I don't think I've, I think only Laufey is the only Frost Giant that speaks. Okay, but I will defer to you on this. Just because when, again, I just watched it, but I could be mistaken. It's a lot, it's one of the blue guys. Okay, yeah. one of the blue one guys. One of the Frost Giants say, do this. Yes, run back home, little princess. Yeah. And then that's when Laufey, uh, sorry, Loki, he's like, oh. And then Thor comes around and just smashes his yeah. hammer across the the blue guy that said it yeah. can neither confirm nor deny that it was Laufey or, or a different one, but he goes flying back. And that's when just all H H E double hockey sticks break. When everything loose. kind of falls apart. Yep. So essentially what happens is, you know, big fight, you know, ensues They're blah, blah, blah. You know, they're kind of on the edge of this cliff, you know, Thor and, you know, the rest of his comrades and, they're about to fight. They're about to keep going. And yep. then all of a sudden, like, big light. Just a shaft of light comes down. And then you see... You see Odin with his staff on a horse. On a horse. Just, like, epic. Just like, kicking back. Oh, it was great. It was epic. And, you know, so essentially the Frost Giant... What's his name? Uh, Lofi. Yeah, he kind of raises up and is talking to Odin. Yep. Like, and he's like, hey, your son came in here. I gave him a chance to leave. Yep. And he antagonized. So it's like, this is an act of war now. Yep. And then, you know, Odin was like, you know, these are the actions of a boy. Treat him as such. But yeah. he's like, no, the damage has already been done, Odin. Yep. If you want war, you're going to get it. And then Odin's like, then so be it. And then he takes Thor and his pals with him yep. back to Asgard, where quite a brawl ensues, more verbally than anything. It's not a physical brawl, but that's yeah. when they come you know, butting heads, um, and... Essentially what happens is Thor calls his dad a foolish old man, and that's when Odin was done. Yep, and it was a really cool, like, um, you know, how the mighty have fallen, because he's about to be proclaimed king. Yep. To now, you know, uh, Odin came up to him, and he took off uh, his markings of... Um, Thor, you know, yeah. or or of nobility. He's like, you are not fit to wear this. You're not fit to hold uh, Mjolnir. And then so he banishes Thor, and Thor just gets sucked into yeah. the Bifrost or whatever. And then he does say something, which we'll have to bring this up when we get to okay. Endgame, Ooh. which is going to take a while. But he does say something, you know, essentially like puts an enchantment over Mjolnir. Yes, yeah, he brings it up to his mouth. He's like, whosoever be worthy... Uh, may possess the power of Thor. Or something yeah, like this. something like that. And he throws it back he, into the into the Bifrost. Yeah, they neither of them knew where it was going. No, it just so happened it landed on Earth, the same where Thor is. So what a coincidence! Thor falls, and while he's falling, he eventually is like lands on Earth, and then bam! That's when we get to the point where he got hit. Yeah. So then we're back to the quote-unquote beginning of the movie. Uh, they take him in to a hospital, 
And that's when Thor is still like, unhand me, how dare you, you know, yeah. like put your hands on the mighty Thor. And then he has a he has a tough he has a rumble, stumble, and a fumble with a couple of doctors. And then all and then of a I sudden, think they twink uh, they twink. <laughs> they twink him, Elma Fudd. <laughs> <laughs> they tranquilize him like in the butt. Yes, he's like, No one can stop the power and might fall and then they stick it in, and then he hits his head on the on the door and it, I will say Thor movies have some of the best comedy. It's great. I know. Like that one just got me to. It it never fails to make me laugh. Right. No matter how many times I've seen it, no matter no matter when I know it's coming up, Mm -hmm. it still gets me. So many good uh, humorous parts in this movie. So Thor eventually wakes up. Essentially, has a you know a little little time in the sun with his shirt off. Of course, you gotta make the ladies happy. Yeah, you know we'll get, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> okay. But um, so Jane, Doctor Selvig, and Darcy. Darcy, it's okay. Uh, you can help me with Selvig. I'll help you with Darcy. Yeah. So they uh, bring him back and they're talking to him like, hey, you gotta take it to this place. You know some things about this. They think he's a little bit crazy and stuff like that. Um, Yes. So, while that's happening, Mjolnir has landed somewhere else, and but nearby. Funny thing, it creates a crevice. And if you've watched Iron Man two, um, Agent Coulson is telling Iron Man, "Hey, I gotta go to New Mexico. Something happened. I got just immediately put out there." And in Thor, we know why he got there because all of a sudden Mjolnir landed there. It's connected. He... It's a connected universe. Yeah. So he goes there. And it's kind of funny because you see all these people trying to lift off Mjolnir. They have, they put a truck with a chain to it and it literally rips the bed off of the frame of the truck. And who's driving the truck? Stan Lee, sir. Stan Lee himself. Did it work? Yeah, <laughs> no, right? No, it didn't, Stan. Did not work. Did not work. But um, rest in peace, sir. Yes. But, so that's happening. People are trying to get this figured out. Agent Coulson shows up. He's like, hey, I'm here. It's there. We're good to go. They set up this, like, essentially perimeter around it this. Cordons f- it off. Foreign thing. They're like, where did this come from? We have no idea. Nobody can move it. Pretty cool little maze, too. Like, I, I was like, that'd be cool to walk it's through. Kinda, it's kind of like one of those rat ones, like those tubes. It is, yeah, exactly. Like for hamsters and yeah, stuff. Yeah, except yeah. just life size. Yeah, it's kind of like, we're, is it saying we're hamsters? You know, I think uh, that is quite the existentialist question, and, I, and I'd say yes. I think you meant existential question. What did I say? You said existential no you said you said existence you said (laughs) something weird are you sure yeah you you didn't say existential fine i meant to say existential there so uh that's going on and then thor and them are like in a coffee shop and he's drinking the coffee he's like oh this is so good i like it and then he's another another, and then he smashes it uh, on the ground so it was funny scenes like that so it's like thor's like very noble like i speak proper but i'm very much a brute yeah those two things like i'm nobility i'm a brute hand in hand equals thor and then you put him into our world none of those things are that normal i Um, know for me i always like those kind of movies where you bring in uh just even like two like people with different backgrounds or from different places to see that culture shock or to see how they can you know yep. get together and I definitely felt it in this movie. It's the the, the Asgardian prince uh, with the mortals of Earth. Like just to see that interaction yep. and what he views as normal. Like oh, it should be normal everywhere, but he just comes off as like weird. It's like okay, I think you bonked your head too many times. You might be a little out of it. So it's again a really a really cool thing they played off of that in that movie. So. He hears some people in the diner over talk this hammer that's there. He asks where it's at, goes there, and in the middle of a rainstorm, he goes, he's fighting off bad guys, he's like kicking butt, taking names. Yep. And then he finally gets to Mjolnir and the reveal. He goes to lift it up. And the most epic things happens here. He can't do it. Yes. Nope, not he, happening. He strains, he struggles, not a budge. You are not worthy, sir. No, and then that's when, like, he just, he yells to the heavens. He cannot you know? do it. And, and there's so much pain in that performance. It's so well done. It's one of those, like, you can tell, like, he literally, he's like, he got exiled, and now the thing that kind of shows him that he is who he still is, yeah. he's like, nope, you're not him he anymore. He hit rock bottom, and... 
you know, for him to... Funny you said that because it landed in a rock. Oh, here we go. Those unintentional puns are the best. And then after, like, you know, he he is, like, processing that he can't lift up Mjolnir. That's when he gives up, you know, he allows them to, you know, cuff him, him and yeah. take him away. And, again, such such a good story just movie in general because you get to see how like he was on top of the world now he's hit rock bottom and that's when i believe you can truly understand the measure of a woman or a man is how they can pick themselves up and rise again and this movie does a great job showing it later on yeah um but anyway he's detained by agent colson and shield you know colson's trying to egg some type of information out of him um but then that's when when he leaves the little interrogation chamber, Lofi comes, Loki, Loki, Loki comes in. Thank you. And he's wearing, you know, nice prim proper like trench coat with like a tie, you know, yes. he sort of, he sort of chose it since he was going to earth. But that's when he spun a web, a, a, a web full of lies to Thor saying that, you know, he is the God of mischief <laughs> that he is. Uh, but he literally said that, you know, Od Odin's dead. His mother forbade him to come back, you know, and and Loki is not going to bring him back. Well, yeah, and well, so Loki took said, I am assuming the mantle of king. Yep. I can't let you back. You broke, you know, the treaty. And for me to keep peace, you have to remain exiled. You have to remain exiled, yep. And Thor just, like, he took it like a hammer he, to like, the he chest. He gets it. He's like, I, I, I realize it. I messed that up. Yeah. Like, I really did screw this. Yeah, like a light bulb just, like, lifted and... Um, yeah, it was a it was a, one of those moments of realization that happened, yep. and so Doctor Selvig and what's her name Jane and Darcy. Yeah, they're trying to figure out how can we get a hold of him because he obviously knows something about this stuff. Yeah, but but Selvig initially doesn't want anything to do with him. He's like, this guy's dangerous, Jane. Yep. I don't see why you want to help him or yep. you know. So uh, Jane convinces him to help him out, and that's how they eventually. Um, get him from the shield holding facility. It's like, oh, you know, he's he's a doctor friend of mine. You know, he's a little bit of a health nut. Oh, yeah. like he was trying to explain like how Thor could take down some of Agent Col Coulson's most high, highly trained men. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's really into fitness. Like, ah, yeah, it's all. Uh, he's like, I don't know, buff and can fight like an expert warrior. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, like that's just normal. Like what, what are you other astrophysicist that's obsessed with health is like that? That's pretty much like standard if you want to be in that field. Yeah, seriously, that's a prerequisite. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, when I think astrophysicist like Neil deGrasse Tyson, I definitely think of like Thor. Oh, Those yeah. two things go together. Oh yeah, undoubtedly. In indubitably. Yeah, I, that's all I can think about. Yes. And then um so they get him out and then they get him back you know, and then him and um, uh, Thor and um, Dr. Selvig have like this moment of talking and kind of getting to know each other. A little at bit a bar. of a bonding, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turns into a little bit of a I'm more manly than you because then they get these big, big, big Steins things of beer. Things of beer, right? Steins of beer. At Steins, and they're just going at it. They're seeing who can keep going without stopping. Yep. And then the next thing we know, like <laughs> he shows up at the trailer. Uh, Jane, Jane? Yes, Jane, Jane. Like carrying Selvig on his shoulders, like oh, oh, you know, he's like he's like oh, he did his ancestors proud. Oh yes, he yeah. drank, he drank deeply, and yes. he conquered many foes. We we drank, we fought, and he made his ancestors proud. Yeah, it was good. And then so, um, Jane and Thor go out. They have a bonfire because I mean, when you want to talk to somebody that you just met, ran over, and he's kind of like a brute that kills everybody and destroys coffee shops. That's generally what I do. Yeah, like, de definitely introduce fire to the equation. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah, I mean, that's isn't that isn't that what you do when you meet people that are kind of like that? Oh yeah, it's go to. It's textbook. Yeah, if you're normal, then that's not what I do. No, come no. on. But if you're like Thor, then bonfire is the way to go. Bonfires, yes. And so they're getting back and forth, and they have this discussion about you know the journal that Jane has been trying to figure out some of the information about, and. Thor kind of enlightens her in a weird way. It's like what you guys called magic, we kind of call science. Or he was saying like what you called magic before and what you learned to be science, um, it's actually one and the same where I come from. Yeah. Yeah. And then he explains like all the different like branches of this un universal tree, yeah. how Earth is called Midgard, you have Jotunheim, Asgard, all the other, like how they're all connected and where he's coming from. Yep. And so she's kind of like, 
you're nuts, but like for some reason I believe you. Because you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get, I think that was the main factor. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so that happens. And then, Gray, if you want to continue forward here. Yeah, so after that, um, there's still a lot of things going on on Asgard, like Lofi. Oh, my gosh. Loki. Loki. Lo- Loki, 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 Loki. Five times. Yeah. I should I should be good. He was very low-key with his takeover. Oh, I like that. There we go. Chris with the... What was that? A pun? Pun. Yeah, a pun. another pun. So, Loki <laughs> is uh, um, sort of, you know... He's he's sitting high on the throne like he he has it now because you know Odin went into the Odin sleep, and he's literally playing people um, like a big chess game and everybody's moving to where he wants them to move. He's like the puppet master. Everything is going so well for him, and um, forgive me if I'm skipping anything, but you know with him being like the interim king, he then goes to Jotunheim. And he goes up to Laufey. So Loki goes to Laufey. And he proposes a little bit of a a secretive deal here where he's saying that I will bring... That's how you finish the sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, what were you thinking I was going to finish it with? You said Loki goes to Laufey and proposes. (laughs) And then you finish the sentence. Gets down on one knee (laughs) and says, will you rule the galaxy with me? No. So he goes to Laufey. And Loki says, "I will, I will bring you and you know four others um, through where you, and then I will, you know, let you know where Odin is resting, and you can strike him down, kill him." And then Laufey's like, "Well, why don't you do it?" He's like, "Well, I don't think the Asgardian people will react kindly to the king killing off his predecessor." So he was sort of saying, you know, he's preying on uh, Laufey's. Um, you know, heard of what happened to him all those years ago with how Odin sort of put him in his place, took the power. He's like, I will give you back your power. You know, let bygones be bygones. And so th- that was when he started it because Laufey accepted that proposal without a ring, which I found very, very uh, just not classy. I mean, L- Loki should have brought a ring as well. Big old diamond, big old rock. Oh. Yeah, I'm still going on off of the wedding proposal thing that you were started off yeah, with. I was going too far. I figured. Move yeah. on. <laughs> Move on, Greg. Um, all right, and then uh, back on Earth, uh, you have Thor. He is sort of um, relinquishing to his current situation. He's enjoying it. You know, mm-hmm. he's having a ball with Jane. Like they made breakfast. You know, so they're still trying to figure out once like, again what's going. After meeting a guy like that and all the crap he gets into. And you have a bonfire, you find out magic and science are the same thing, and there's multiple universes. Let's cook some eggs. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I do. Right? I mean, I feel like this movie is pretty much explaining my life. I'd say so, and yeah. I mean, I granted, mean, different names, different people. And plus, your beard is just as thick and full as Thor's. Not bleached, thank God. That would look really weird on you. Comments below <laughs> if you want me to do that. Yes, please do. <laughs> if we get 150 likes on this video, Chris might. N- if you make it, if you get a, if I get a, if there are a million views oh, on this video, oh man, I will bleach my beard. Look at this, you have it recorded. I will bleach my beard if I get a million views of this video. Come on, guys, let's make it happen. One million views. <laughs> but anyway, breakfast. that's not gonna happen. We've only got like fifty on the last video. Yes, right. Could you imagine if like everybody's like, you know, a what? million views and all the comments are bleach, 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 bleach. And then Chris will become like the the mainstay on Entertainment Tonight, like over Kardashian. Says yes, Chris Wilson of the Disney Addiction Podcast dyes his beard bleach blonde, and then that becomes the new fad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of like there were glitter beards back yes. in the day, and now it's gonna be bleach beards. Bleach beards. Yes, we're about to. St- we're on the cusp of a new trend. Twenty twenty oh. is gonna thank us so well. Mm-hmm. Because they're gonna need something to laugh at after this. Uh... Yes. The virus. Oof. Yes, the corona. Yes. We have some coronas in the fridge. We actually do. Maybe we should pop it open and celebrate. Yeah. All right, let's continue. Anyway, yes. <clears throat> yes, back on track. So, yeah, breakfast at the Foster and the Thor residence. Uh, they're enjoying that. Are they together now? Um, they might as well be. Come on. They're in love. They're in deep like. They're smitten with each other. They're afflicted with the love. Inflict. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so uh, that does sound painful. Love is not painful. Yeah, it can be. 
Okay, yeah, true. Valid point. This so, is turning into a relationship advice. We're getting podcast. deep here. Yeah, we have a huge side tangent, but we're trying to steer it back on. And then that's when the Sif and the Warriors three come knock on the door. And that's when, you know, um, Dr. Selvig, Darcy, and Jane are just like slack jawed. They're like, oh my God, I think he's actually telling the truth. He is the God of Thunder. He is Thor. No, I didn't think that. Yeah, they were just like, what just happened? True, true. What are these nuts out doing here? Right. It's like, um, Comic-Con hasn't happened yet. Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> when they were walking down the street of that that one, I think, New Mexico town, you have two, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents up on the roof. He's like, whoa, what do we got here? I didn't realize a Renaissance Fair was in, in the works. Call it in. He's like, hey, uh, hey, Command, we got a, we got a Xena, a Jackie Chan, and a Robin Hood. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> that was a great joke. Well, I thought it was, uh, what was the elf's name? No, the, the, the troll's name from Lord of the Rings. I haven't seen them. Gimli. Gimli. Okay. No, they did not say that. Oh, Gimli. Yeah. Okay. It was, You've never he... seen Lord of the Rings? Uh, okay, I, I saw... The... It's a yes or no question. I saw the first one, but I fell asleep. It was late at night. So it's, that's it's a no... long movie. So... It's over three hours, right? Each one of them. I don't think right? it's over three hours. Not each one. What was the long one? It's, it's very I think long Return movie. of the King was like three hours. It's very long movies. Oh yeah. Anyways, anyways, but yeah. So Xena, Jackie Chan, and Robin Hood. One of my favorite quotes from that movie. But anyway, they meet up with Thor. They're like, "We're we're here to bring you home, old fellow." He's like, "Well, what are you talking about? Like, I've been exiled. My father's dead because of me." And that's when Sif is like, "No, your father's still alive." And that's when Thor's like, "Oh, sugar, honey, iced tea, Loki." Did he, you know he pulled the like the wool over my eyes? He'd be lying like a dog lies on a rug. What he said, never heard that before. But what he said, mm-hmm. hopefully that means the same thing as what I'm talking about. Lying hard, sir. Ooh, like that's how a, hard? Uh, like a dog on a rug. It's like one of them. <laughs> like that dog is not moving. That's like oh, a full. I see. All four legs oh. is down. Oh man. Like, okay. It is like four legs moving. down, faces on the ground. Tails like not wagging. It's like done. Lights out. All right. That's a straight up lie, sir. Yes. You lie like dog on rug. <laughs> oh, uh, there you go. That was a good accent. Okay. Like so. the rolling of the R. So, um, and just as that's happening, Loki. I said it right this time. You did. <laughs> Holla. That's right. To your boy, Disney Detective. Jeez. <laughs> I, I, I drove, or I derived so much pleasure from that. <laughs> too much. Yeah, you celebrated too soon. I did. Okay. Um, so anyway, let's see. Uh, Loki sends... Oh, yes, because Loki saw that uh, Sif and the Warriors 3 used the Bifrost. Mm-hmm. So he goes and he tells the Destroyer, it's like, go to Earth, see to it that Thor is destroyed, and just destroy everything. So when like, after their little reunion, they see another swirly cloud or what an Einstein Rosen bridge or whatever come down. The hammer, uh, not the hammer. The uh, the destroyer comes in, and that's when Coulson, you know, because at that time he was lucky enough to be in that area with Shield, and um, <laughs> another great quote comes. So one of the Shield operatives says to Coulson, he's like, "Is that one of Stark's tech?" You know, because, you know, like Tony Stark, yeah. I mean, he's like, it was, it was metal. He's like, I, I don't know. That guy doesn't tell me anything. So he walks up with a, with a speaker, like a bullhorn. He's like, okay. And that's when the, you know, the, the, the furnace face opens up and just blasts him to oblivion. And uh, Thor and, you know, like the warriors come to meet up with this, this destroyer and, and try to take it down. And a huge battle ensues. Mm-hmm. Really cool. And the town just gets demolished. Like oh, the 7-Eleven gas station, bye-bye, you know, coffee shops, little convenience stores. Everything is just a shambles. Yep. Um, but it gets to a point then when Thor, he just walks up to this to the, to the destroyer talking to Lofi because Lofi can hear him. It's Loki! What? Did, did I say Loki? You said Lofi twice. Oh my gosh, Loki. This is, this is getting to be an epidemic here. Oh, too soon. Yeah, sorry about that. Anyway, Loki can hear Thor. He's like, brother, I don't know what I've done in the past to make you act this way or feel this way. I'm truly sorry. You know, please take my life and just let that be the end of it. Yeah, leave these people alone. Yep. Yep. And so Loki um, turns off Furnace Face, makes him walk 
but after taking two steps, he does he does a sissy move. He just does a backhand right to Thor, cracks him over the skull. Thor goes flying. Jane goes over, and Thor's like, it's over. So he he, he dies. And then Odin... Doesn't he, die, die. I thought he dies. Because then Odin, in the Odin sleep, like he sheds a tear. But then his sacrifice, because he did die. He died. That's when he's worthy again of the hammer. And so all of a sudden, like a ding! And then the hammer comes so shooting So the hammer out. can bring you back to life? Thor, Thor can die. Thor but, died. But did he die? He just he just didn't take or a Or he was nap. to the point of dying. No, he, he died. In my eyes, he died. Like, he's gone. I don't know if he actually he died. died. Because how else would he then be worthy of the hammer and of Because he sacrificed throat. himself. It's not the fact See? that he... But it's when not you sacrifice fa- yourself, that means you not die. not the fact that he had to die. Yes, it had to be. It's the act of sacrifice. Sacrificing yourself if you don't die in the process of sacrifice. Then you don't sacrifice yourself. You're just like Yes, you do. No, you failed at sacrificing yourself. Therefore you're not worth it. No, 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 no. When you sacrifice yourself, you die. Stop. 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 Okay, listen. Listen, Linda. Shut up, Karen. I still don't get what that means. Me neither, but it's so funny. I don't know. Apparently, Karen is some middle-aged woman that tells people what to do. That's what my wife told told me that it means. I don't know. So listen, it's the fact that he was willing to sacrifice himself. That that doesn't cut it. It does cut it. No. Okay. No, he did. He he did when he was talking to Furnace Face. Okay. Why didn't Mjolnir then (laughs) come flying into his hands at that time? Like, okay, okay, you 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 want to die? No. Okay. Listen. You're still alive. No. <laughs> the only time it works. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is that for his laughing attack? <laughs> Right now, I was trying to control my diaphragm. (laughs) Okay, listen, listen. Okay, (coughs) here's an example. Did you watch Harry Potter? Yes. Did you watch the last movie? No. Okay, listen. So, in the Harry Potter books, spoiler, by the way. How dare you? So, essentially, Voldemort has ways to keep himself alive. He splits up his souls. His soul into multiple pieces. Horcruxes, right? Yep. Okay. Well, Harry is a horcrux that he never planned to make. So, essentially what happens is he splits himself into six pieces. He has to keep one so that way he has a sense of self. Okay. Well, when he went to go kill Harry, his soul was so fragmented that when the killing curse bound it back to him, it split his soul again unintentionally. And that little piece of soul latched himself to Harry. So, Harry is an unintentional horcrux. So when oh, so when he huh. goes to sacrifice himself, he chose to die, but he didn't fully die. Voldemort? No, no Voldemort died, but like the the part of the soul, the Horcrux died, but that was in Harry. Okay. But Harry didn't technically die. Like Voldemort hit him with the Killing Curse, which destroyed the Horcrux. Okay. But Harry has this like like almost near death experience in a way. And he asked Dumbledore, he's like, am I dead? And he's, and Dumbledore's like, no, I don't believe you're dead. So he didn't die, but he still sacrificed. The process of being willing to sacrifice, putting yourself out there without dying. That, that's, that's my reasoning behind it. In the same sense, like, Thor could be in the process of dying without having fully but died. But he sacrificed himself as he's dying, but not dead yet. Yeah, so, like, if I'm willing if to... You're, if you're but, willing to sacrifice, that means yes. I, I, I will die for this. Yeah, but that's like if you willingly put yourself in front of me for a bullet and you, the bullet didn't kill you, that doesn't mean that you weren't sacrificing yourself. You were. The effect of what should have killed you didn't actually kill you. Yeah. You still sacrificed. You took the brunt of what was supposed to be the death, essentially. Yeah. But you didn't die. That's not your fault that you didn't die. You could even be in the process of dying and somebody save your life. And you still chose to sacrifice yourself. 
that doesn't make it not a sacrifice. He right, but like again, like I I think I think I you chose, agree with me. You just No, no. I chose to sacrifice myself by by putting myself in front of that knowing that I would die. But if that, I if I caught the bullet. I, but since I didn't but since I didn't die from the bullet, I didn't sacrifice myself. I just I was a padding between the bad guy and you. No, 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 so no, no, no. I was no, no. willing to sacrifice. I did not sacrifice because I'm still alive. So um, it hurt like heck. So um, but I'm still alive. So unless you die, it's not a sacrifice. Correct. To to sacrifice means that you give up like forever. Does it have to be forever? Because here's the problem. Well, there is an afterlife, so yeah, like I guess. No, 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 no. no, no. So here's the thing. So like. This is turning into a huge debate right now. It, re it really is. But seriously, though, guys, let us know who you think is right. What is your definition or what is a true definition okay, no, no, of no, sacrifice? No, no, no. This is not a philosophical uh, podcast. It's do not. you think Thor actually died in this movie or do you think he was uh, like in the process of dying? Yes. And do you think he sacrificed himself because he died? Because it's almost the same thing that happens in Infinity War when he's on... Uh, Oh my gosh, what's that star? Oh my gosh, he, he's cre he created um, Stormbreaker, right? And he, and he yeah. took the full wrath of the star. Yeah. And he was dying. Like, he was, like, <clears throat> almost to the point of death. Sure. And all of a sudden, uh, Stormbreaker started rising up, and then it came to him, and it brought him, like, essentially back to full health. Okay. So that's what the same thing I would see. Like, you were in the process of dying. Like, in the process of sacrificing yourself. You sacrifice yourself and in the process of dying. You did something to sacrifice yourself. Even though the outcome didn't fully complete, that doesn't mean you didn't do something. You gave yourself up for something. But the fact that you didn't die is not your fault. You you gave yourself up for because like you believed that you were going to die. So you're like, I'm going to sacrifice. Yeah, so how do you sacrifice? You put yourself in that position. So again, it's... And yeah, okay, but if you put your so if, if if somebody if you you stand in the way of a bullet for somebody yeah now if I shoot you why would you shoot me because I, I thought we're friends well because apparently you don't understand this idea of sacrifice <laughs> no you don't <laughs> because <laughs> if you put yourself in front of somebody and I shoot you and it just so and I shoot you in the heart for some reason let's just say for some reason you, you don't die okay but you're in the process of dying yeah and you get rushed to a hospital. And some something happens, and then let's just for hypothetically speaking, like it's your wife for some reason. Okay. And at the hospital, you yeah. know, you're recovering, and she like is in tears and so happy. She's like, "You sacrificed yourself for me." Would you be like, "Nope, sorry, I just was a cushion." You sacrificed yourself for her, but you lived. That doesn't mean you weren't a sacrifice. You did the process of sacrificing yourself. The fact that you did not die was not your fault. You did the process of giving something up. You gave up your life. You sacrificed yourself. Yes, but your life wasn't actually fully taken. You were meaning to sacrifice yourself, but you are alive, so you didn't. So you you did sacrifice. No, you gave up your life. You put yourself in the position to be able to sacrifice yourself. Okay, we got to move on. <laughs> Yes, so that, I have another analogy here, but again, we're we're we're, we're running well far afield here. Yes, for sure. We're at like fifty three minutes or something. Yes, we are. That's Holy right. Cow. The ticker's going. But anyway, so <clears throat> Thor is uh, he's not moving. <laughs> there, how about that? <laughs> that could mean that he's dying, or that he could be dead. And that's when Mjolnir <clears throat> then comes into his grasp. He then big, big, just thunderous, you know, light. And then that's when you see his armor come back to him. Yep. The epicness of it gave me chills. Yep. Like you saw everyone just like smile. Like Jane, Jane was like just amazed. You got sifts. Everyone's like, he is back, you know. And that's when. And you know Jane was kind of like, he was hot before, but now he's got power. Yes, exactly. She was like, mm, mm. Yes, I know. And then she mentioned something after he defeated uh, the Destroyer. She's like, so is that what you usually look like? It's a good look. She's uh, she's mm -hmm. she's definitely digging that chainmail on yeah. the arms mm -hmm. and the red cape. She's like, you're a god. You got all this power, and you're good looking. And he got bleached eyebrows. Probably was the only slight turnoff. Maybe, there. maybe, yeah. Yeah, but, but they're so high up, you know. Yeah. She's so. Yeah, so he chose not to sacrifice those. 
Exactly. So after that happens, he ends up leaving to go confront his brother. Yes, that's right. And so <clears throat> by that time, there's a voice bubble. My goodness. Mm, bubbles. Um, bubbles, bubbles everywhere. <coughs> bubbles, bubbles in my hair. But not right. really in my hair. A little nursery rhyme for you tonight. Anyway, um, so you have the Frost Giants with Laufey invading uh, Asgard, going to the chamber where Odin is sleeping. He's about to strike him down. Laufey is literally above him with his ice dagger. And before he strikes, a blast hits Laufey, sends him flying. And Doesn't he is it Thor? Is it Thor? No, it's, it's Loki. Because Laufey was saying, like, you know, you like to Odin, like you are asleep, but you can see and feel everything. I hope you do, just so you know that you died at the hands of Laufey. And you can't <laughs> do that. After Loki strikes him off of Odin, Loki's like, and then for then now I want you to know that you have died on like by the hand of Loki. Yeah. Oh no, by by Odin's son. And then Laufey's laying down. He's like, what? He's like. You know, he, he double-crossed him, and then that's when Loki shoots him again and totally just yep. disintegrates him. Um, Frigga sees this. He's like, oh, Loki, you saved, um, you know, Odin. And he's like, don't worry, like, I won't rest. Like, we need to, you know, punish Jotunheim now. That's when Thor comes in. Yeah. And there's a good old brother-to-brother stare-off. Um, and then uh, Loki then, like, throw, like, blast Thor out of the chamber. He's falling um and yes right so he's he's like incapacitated right now then loki goes to the <coughs> rainbow bridge yep they both are fighting in heimdall's little circular arrow thing yeah it's, it looks like an ob- observatory yeah. kind of like observatory yeah, yeah kind of thing and so they're fighting all these cool like lightning crystals are forming around them so that's yes. really cool yes yeah, so cool oh well actually what what loki did was he turned on the bifrost like right to jotunheim set it on full blast yeah and then he froze it with with the frost giant's power so and then thor comes is like you won't be able to stop it you know i will destroy jotunheim he's like you can't can't destroy a race yeah. and that's when they start to fight at first, though, like, the fight was cool, but you could sort of see, like, their costumes were sort of, like, inhibiting their motion. Like, their costumes look dope, like, honestly, but looks a little rigid, a little stiff, but still, I mean, a great, great, greatly shot fight scene. Yeah. And then, finally, they're back on the bridge, and it's so cool. Thor puts Mjolnir on Loki's chest, yeah. and Loki's like, ah! He, like, he, of course he can't lift it, and Thor has no idea how to shut down the Bifrost, because yeah. it's it's just destroying Jotunheim. <clears throat> and then Thor comes at a crossroads. He's like, should I save Jotunheim or should I keep the Bifrost open so I can see Jane? Because he mm-hmm. promised that he would see Jane again after he left. So what he does is he he gets Mjolnir. He starts hammering at the Rainbow Road. Bridge. Bridge. The Rainbow Bridge. Sorry, this isn't Mario. Super yeah. Mario 64 or, or Mario Kart. Yeah. My apologies. Though it's a great game. It he's, is. He's hammering. He's hammering. He's hammering. Then Loki gets up. And he's about to strike him from behind when Thor hits that last, um, that last, uh, you know, swing and boom, the whole thing, it just collapses. Yeah, everything. And then they go flying. They're about to fall into oblivion. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Odin's here. He grabs on to Thor's uh, hand, and so it's like a big long train. You have Odin holding on to Thor. Thor's holding on to Loki, or the other way around. And um. Loki then just he he lets go and he falls down yeah. into oblivion to his seeming death. Yep, and, and Thor and Odin are both devastated. Yes, because like the following scene, I think it's like the funeral yeah. or like the passing of Loki, and um, you know, Lo, um, Thor and Odin have like a nice father and son moment as they are overlooking the kingdom. Um, again, sort of like a Lion King thing. It's like Simba and yeah. Mufasa, but this time. Thor has grown so much, mm-hmm. and so um, that's when Odin finally says, "Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm already proud of you. Like I'm not hoping that I will be proud of you. I'm proud of you based on what you did. You'll be a good king." Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how how it ends there, and um, I I do believe then he talks about then he goes to Heimdall. Yep. Yes, and he's like. Uh, and then, you know, Heimdall says, you know, there, there's always hope. Like, we will restore the rainbow. 
bridge and, and and the Bifrost. And then Thor asks Heimdall, it's like, you know, can you see her? Yeah. And then they go back to Earth and they show that Jane is still searching for Thor or finding a way for them to meet again. So a great way to end just a great movie. Yep. Was there a last minute scene somewhere in there <clears throat> at the end of the show? Oh my gosh. I don't think I, I watched all the way. I mean, of course I, I, I could have skipped. Of course there is. Which one is it though? I think it has to do with... Look it up on your phone real quick. Let's see here. I think it has to do with, like, Thanos' chair. Oh, yeah, I think... Okay, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's what it is. Thor Thor end scene. Thor end credit scene, yeah. Yeah, end... So, I think with this movie, I thought it was very, very good. I loved the epicness of the movie. I thought... It did really well with bringing you into the idea of, like, here's this other world that we haven't seen before. It's very epic. It's amazing. But then they did a very good connection of how do we bring that to here in this world? How can it connect to our planet? And I think the the way they did the movie was amazing. It, it brought in the scale of, like, whoa, there is much more to this universe than we thought. Right. It's very expansive. It's very rich. But it's not clunky to get to us. No. It was not hard. No. It was very well done. Yeah. Did you... Yeah, so the end scene was actually with um, Dr. Selvig. Oh. Yeah, because I think Nick Fury brought him in. Oh, they brought the Tesseract yep. back. Yeah, the right. Tesseract. That's right. So, again, that's just furthering the storyline of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that was the end scene in Thor. Uh, but off to your point, yeah, they did a phenomenal job. Again, they casted superbly and... They really did a phenomenal job at bringing in a new superhero um, that was literally out of this world. Like, he's otherworldly. Um, I really did like the journey of Thor. Yep. How he started being arrogant. Like, he thought he knew everything. Like, he was, like, the greatest gift known to Asgard. And then for him to fall so far down, not gracefully at all, for him to pick himself back up, mm-hmm. realize his faults... And what needed to be done, the sacrifices that need to be made. See, he sacrificed his potential um, relationship with Jane by actually dismantling the Bifrost and the Rainbow Bridge. He completely sacrificed. <laughs> but there are other ways to see her. There are other ways. Heimdall even said there are other ways. To rebuild. Oh, yeah, but there are other ways to actually <laughs> True. travel across True. the okay. universe. True, okay. True. True. So yes. he didn't sacrifice. He, he sacrificed that way. That way. <laughs> okay. There's so, going to be a constant thing. But anyway, phenomenally done. I love the journey of Thor and just how, I mean, one of the best villains in the Marvel Cinematic Loki Universe. Loki is one of the characters who stole the Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe. Everybody I mean, loves Loki. I mean, I think he was my favorite character out of the movie. How about you? Um... Thor is my still my favorite character. Okay. Um, obviously Jane, because <laughs> I mean I still think of her as uh, Princess Amidala. Yeah, Padme. Yeah, uh, Padme. Because um, when I was you know a, te- a teenager, <laughs> she was in the movie, and like every teenager my age like had the hots for her. Oh well, yeah. I mean, so come on. and um, so I mean I thought everybody in the movie was great. It was funny. It had that sense of like. Uh, scope that was huge yes. but it had like the relationships that really brought you in the idea of like Loki being you know a frost giant but he was just very small oh that, and, that was great and Odin taking him in as his son like that whole dynamic there and then the dynamic with him and his brother it was just it was multiple levels but done very well not overplayed not too no. convoluted no it was just perfectly done I think every single thing about this movie was great okay I don't think I would give it a hundred percent true it was very good. Just I, because of the bleached eyebrows, right? That. Um, I also feel like the little town in New Mexico was like... Because like... Oh, I, I know where this is going. Because yeah. in the next movie, essentially something happens. And one of the lines is Nick Fury is like, Hey, because of you... I'm, that's not the exact line. The exact line kind of gives away some other stuff about the next movie. But Nick Fury is kind of like, Hey, these guys came and they leveled a whole town. Yeah. 
like a little tiny offside road town. It yeah, wasn't really it was like literally big... like maybe five buildings, and I see maybe ten. Cars it was maybe there. ten square blocks. Yeah, it was not a big town. No, so when... clearly created for the movie. Yeah, so when they said it was a town, it was like, yeah, sure. It was. It's like one of those unincorporated places. Yeah. So it's not something that where I was like, oh my god, you leveled Manhattan or you leveled you know L.A. It was like, you leveled middle of freaking nowhere. Hey, there's <laughs> 10 buildings there in New yep. Mexico. Yep. So it wasn't like something epic no. in that sense. So, I mean, that was kind of like, I feel like there could have been a little bit more stakes with the human being aspect side of it. True. Yeah, um, I agree. So on that side, I didn't feel like there was that much, like, when Thor's like, you know, don't hurt these people. I'm like, what, all 50 of them? <laughs> yeah. So it was like, and did you see how fast they cleared out the town when, like, as the destroyer was walking to the town? Like, yeah. yeah, you saw a couple of scenes, like people getting into cars or running away. But before you knew it, it was completely desolate. It's like, yeah, there weren't a lot of people. There's not a lot of people no, there. No. So, like, Very I easy. thought that was kind of like, a, uh. um, so overall, I thought it was a great movie. Um, out of ten, out of ten, what would you put it at? Out of ten, ten Mjolnir's. How many Mjolnir's would you give it? Okay, for standalone by itself, yeah, out of ten. Yep. By itself, I would probably give it an eight and a half. Okay, okay. I'm very yeah. I would give it a nine. Okay. A solid nine. I mean, great movie. It's in my top five of best Marvel movies. I'll have to reserve judgment. <laughs> oh, ooh, okay. I'll have to reserve judgment <clears throat> on that one. But it's still up there, though. Like, it's still up there. I mean, if it's not in the top five, it's like six. Gotcha. It's just out. So, but I don't know, because so, I'm trying to think of my top five <laughs> off the top of my head. It's I don't tough. know. It's tough. But no. we're, that's pretty much everything that we have for you guys yeah. today about Thor. Um, it was a great movie. If you haven't seen it in a while, go back, watch the movie. It's still awesome. It's to a great this time. this day, it's still amazing. It's a great time. Um, so before we leave, we just want to let you know to like, comment, and subscribe on all of our material. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Right now, we are still doing our Marvel giveaway. Oh, here it is. Here's what we're giving away right here in the center between both of us. Okay, there's going to be a picture there eventually. Um, no, it, it is now. Nope. There's a picture there. There's a picture? Okay. There's a picture there. Sounds good. Imagine. Imagination. Ooh. So we're doing that. And then that's pretty much all we have for you today, Greg. Was there anything else that we wanted to mention besides the giveaway? We're still continuing March following us on. We've done all that. Oh, how do how do people get entered in the giveaway? Yeah, so make sure that you go on any of our social media platforms and you repost this posting of this podcast or share this picture of the uh, trinket trinket <laughs> that you can win the the Iron Man pin uh, and make sure you tag a friend or a family member and you can post it as many times as you want. You can tag as many people as you want in separate posts just so you can put your name in because the more time you do posts the more it'll help you win the more we're going to take that into a uh, consideration exactly so make sure you do that because we are excited to give our first ever giveaway out it's going to be awesome and there is more to come but again thank you so much for watching make sure you subscribe hit that notification button uh to make sure you're notified whenever we post new content uh it's just going to be a great a great time going forward all right, excellent, man. It was a good time. You guys yes. have a good one, all right? Yes, thank you so much, and I hope you enjoyed your one and only place to get your Disney fix. Peace. I'm having so much fun by myself. I want the whole world to know that I don't need anybody else to row my boat. And how good it feels to have nobody to make conversations with. And how good it feels to have nobody That was a Titan Cast episode.